Hello everyone, my name is Tom and welcome to Pop's Devotions. We're on day two of our 15 days of devotions in Jonah. Before we get started, why don't you hit pause, open your Bible or app to Jonah chapter one. Pray and ask God to help you hear what he has to say to you today and read Jonah 1 verses 1 to 6. Okay, welcome back. Let's get started. Today we're focusing on Jonah 1, 1 to 3a. Here are some things to consider. When you get a call on your phone, how likely are you to answer? If I don't know why someone is calling, whether or not I know them, I often let the calls go to voicemail. If someone wants a long chat, I want to be ready. If someone wants to ask me for something, I want to be ready. Unfortunately for you, and for me, and for Jonah, there is one call that can't go to voicemail. It's God's. You probably figured that out, but you know, just in case it wasn't obvious, you can't let God's call go to voicemail because God doesn't use a phone. Also, you shouldn't ignore God. But if Jonah and God both had phones, I bet Jonah would have just let this one ring. And if God messaged, he probably would have left him on red. So who was Jonah? If he's the principal character in this book, it's probably best that we figure out a little bit about him. You may think Jonah is only in Jonah, but you'd be wrong. Jonah has a crossover appearance in the book of two kings. King Jeroboam II, who was the king of Israel and a pretty evil king, had some military victories winning territory back off his enemies, and he restored the borders of Israel. This glorious victory happened in accordance with the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, spoken through his servant Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath-Hefer. That's from 2 Kings chapter 14, 25. Jonah was the good guy prophet for the bad guy king. Imagine getting that assignment from God. Go tell the king that he's going to have a military victory that restores honor to his nation. Yes, sir. What a great assignment. Jonah was probably celebrated in the court of the king for his excellent prophecies. Jonah may have looked back fondly on those times when he was hanging out with the rich and famous and powerful, going to all the best parties and eating great food and wearing fancy clothes because he had the good word of the Lord. Then we come to the beginning of Jonah and God has given him another message to deliver. This time, he wasn't to speak to anyone in Israel, but to preach against the city of Nineveh because its wickedness had come up before God. What was this wickedness? Nineveh was the capital city of Assyria, one of the great powers of Jonah's time. They were famous for their cruelty. The kings of Assyria would boast about the terrible things they did to their enemies. Things like, and if you're eating your breakfast right now, you might want to skip this bit. 
tearing people's limbs off while they were still alive, burning teenagers alive, stretching people out with ropes so they could be skinned also while alive. They would cut off people's heads, put them on a pole and make their friends carry the pole around. These were not good people. So you can imagine how Jonah felt when he was asked to go and preach against them. This was a very different assignment from being asked to tell the king he was going to win some amazing battles. So what did Jonah do? He ran. We aren't yet told why Jonah ran away, but on the surface it seems pretty clear. Those Ninevites were not the sorts of people you'd want to mess with. Preaching against them would be like rocking up to a Mexican cartel and trying to run a drug education seminar. It was probably not going to go too well. What would you have done? I probably would have done the same as Jonah. I would like to keep all my limbs and skin, thank you very much. So here's the rub. Have you ever longed to hear the voice of God? Have you ever longed to know God's plan for your life? What if you discover that God is calling you to do something that you don't want to do? What if your plan is for a comfortable life and he wants you to be uncomfortable for the sake of his kingdom? It's not outside the realm of possibility. Jesus, who we follow, died on the cross. His disciples were called to share the news of God's salvation and were persecuted and killed for it. You may want to hear from God but you may not want to hear what he has to say. Jonah may seem like a bit of an idiot, but don't judge him too quickly. You might be more like Jonah than you think. Here's something to reflect on. How would you have responded to God's command to Jonah? What does that tell you about how you might respond to God's uncomfortable commands to you today? Here's something you could do. Is there something you know God has asked you to do, but you're avoiding doing it? Perhaps there is a relationship you need to mend, an enemy you need to reach out to, someone you need to seek forgiveness from, a sin you need to turn from, or a friend that you need to share Jesus with. There is no better day than today to do what God has asked you to do. And now, a prayer to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that even though I sometimes resist your commands, you still love me. Please forgive me for the times I have resisted you. Help me to hear your voice clearly and by your spirit obey you faithfully. Well, that's all for Pop's Devotions today. I will see you tomorrow for the next part of Jonah. Be sure to give Pop's Devotions a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps people to find these devotions as we get going. That's it from me. I will see you tomorrow for more Pops devotions.